from the middle-aged momish studios in surprisingly lovely and cool austin texas it's this show has everything join us as we take a walk down memory lane and remember all the things we thought we knew as children but turned out to be mostly wrong how and why did our parents and families lead us astray Taking this childhood misinformation journey with me, we've got a full coven. Yay! Woohoo! All the witches. Starting with my fellow lady of the Central Time Zone from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne with a plan, Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Hi, Hillary. Happy Hi. to be with you with my witchy magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a little to the east in Home Sweet Home, Money Put slash Let's Don't Talk About It Studios in Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. It's Meredith, the MBH Banhorn. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Hillary. Hi, it's starting to get witchy here. Fall it like is. a little bit. <gasps> I know, guys. It was like chilly. I mean, chilly. It was like for Texas, 60 was, the yeah. other day. I, That's chilly It was chilly. It was kind of gray. It's birthday season is feeling to be upon <laughs> right us around soon. The <laughs> <laughs> and finally, from the Necco Wafers uh, slash Smoky Hell Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice and lovely lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Hello. How you hanging? <laughs> <laughs> all I can do is laugh or I'll cry. Maniacal laughing. That's fun. Um, okay. As usual, we'll do some small talk, some medium talk. Tishi recommends Amazon plug of the week, housekeeping, and how you can get involved. And with that, um, Anne, lead us into small talk. Hey, guys. Get your flu shots. Yes. Mm-hmm. I put this on small talk. Get your flu shots. PSA, please. It's time. They're yeah. around. Get your flu shots. I got mine this week. I actually, for the first time in over a dozen years, had to take some action on this, get some agency, because working at the University of Minnesota, they have huge flu shot clinics every year, and they send you the email, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just go to that one mm-hmm. and take a 20-minute break from my desk and walk over there and get it and it's easy and this time obviously they're not doing those because nobody's on campus if they don't have to be and so I had to actually um, make a little plan and I went to Walgreens you can uh, either do a walk-in or they let you make an appointment online and I just made an appointment and uh, filled out the little medical form before I even went in and I went and did it and I was in and out and it was no problem so just because we're um more confined and there it may not be as easy as it has been in previous years that's no excuse and it's especially important i mean meredith and i have talked at length about how important it is to get the flu shot but this year with the um, possibility of uh, twin pandemics Mm -hmm. it's more important than ever that you get your flu shot so if you have symptoms of a virus it will help the medical professionals determine yeah, much more quickly mm-hmm. whether it could or could not be covid if you're like yes i had a flu vaccination that will uh, be very helpful because we do not want to be fighting covid and the flu at Ugh, the same time no. we think that we had a hard time this spring and summer with it you throw some influenza into the Ugh. mix and see what happens Ugh. so we are, yeah we are preparing for that we're getting emails at work i work for a hospital and we're getting emails where it's talking about leadership preparing for a second surge and for having mm. a flu pandemic as well as a mm. covid pandemic so anything that we can do to lessen that burden we need to do it Mm-hmm. I think I saw somebody wrote down twindemics. 
And I really I do not want that word to come into. No, we don't well, want to. Oh, are we going to come up with some portmanteau of like flu and COVID or something? Oh, like, God. Oh, no. uh-huh. I don't want to think about it. Coviuenza. Yeah, I don't want that. The only drawback I can see to this having to figure out my own way to get a flu shot um, is that when I went to the flu clinics at the university, they always want you to sit there for like five, ten minutes afterwards, just in case, just to make sure that you're not going to have a weird reaction. And you always get a Tootsie Roll pop. Yeah. They did not give me a Tootsie Roll pop at the Walgreens. (laughs) Boo. Unacceptable. I mean, you could have bought one, but it's not the same. I was about to say, you're at Walgreens. (laughs) I'm not paying for it. It's my reward. Yeah. It's your right. Yeah. I demand my Tootsie Roll Pop. And if I happen to take three Tootsie Roll Pops out of... (laughs) That's your business. That's the intended box. Nobody knows. Whoops. I used to love to give blood because I was like, this is snack heaven. Free (laughs) cookies galore. I know. Oreos and Capri (laughs) Suns. Exactly. Yeah, there is like orange juice and those like cheese cracker things. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm. And as a kid who was not allowed to have any of that stuff growing up, even like when I was in college and could have bought them for myself. I was like, yes, let's do it. Oh, it's so good. And now I'm making a plan. Um, I told y'all my work emailed us and said we can get them for free. And I think they're sort of affiliated with CVS or whatever. So luckily that one of the two places I frequent are um, either HEB or Target, which now has CVS, like that's their pharmacy within Mm -hmm, Target. So I'm just going to take a daily stroll around Target and go and get my flu shot. Good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mine was covered, too. Yep. I, I don't know of any affiliation with Walgreens, but my health insurance covered it. So, yeah. you know. I think most benefit. of them do. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean. It's, you know what? It is a lot better for their cost effectiveness to give you the flu for free yes. than having to support mm-hmm. you for a hospitalization. Yes. Or for sure. For sure. Yeah. Duh. It's so dumb. Ugh. Anyway. Well. Yay. Mm-hmm. That's our PSA. Maybe we'll post, I'll post a link to the show, the flu shot show to remind everybody <laughs> why, why yeah. flu shots are good. Of all the reasons why yep. it's a good thing to get your flu shot. Um, now we're moving into the survival portion of the discussion <laughs> <laughs> this week. Um, a couple of different kinds of survival. Let's start with, with Hillary's, which is perhaps less existential yes. and more sort of emotional and psychological. Yes. Um, and, and Christy also has, has uh, understanding of this, I think. Today or this week was the first uh, week of school for yeah. my children, and it is online. Um. And luckily, I have a very, very sweet husband who everybody knows is a much better person than I am, like a way better person than I am. I don't and think that's true. <laughs> kind of is. But he took the week <laughs> off work. Um, oh, and that's nice. it was very nice. So he could kind of manage um, the school. Except I'm here. I'm working from home. So it wasn't like, uh, you know, I'm a ghost or anything and they can't see me. So I, I did help. But it was... But, you know, I will give the Austin teachers, the teachers in our elementary school props. They did an amazing job. And they were, and Bridget's teacher especially, she was so organized. She was born in 1991, which slightly makes me want to kill myself. But, like, <laughs> it's fine. She's awesome. And she was, she it was on point and really just flexible and always available. I'm sure she is exhausted after this week. Um, and it just is. 
And for the third grader, for Bridget, it was mostly fine. You know, she and it's also the first week, so it's not like they're really getting into super complicated stuff yet. For a kindergartner who does not read, it is tough. I mean, we just have to sit next to him all right. day because he's going to get up and move. I mean, that's just as he has no impulse control at this point. And he's a smart little kid, but he doesn't know how to read. So, you know, uh, it, whatever, being told to do something is anathema to him and you know his teacher is great too she's like an old school kindergarten teacher so I think she's kind of trying to figure it out like zooming with these kids is really hard to do (laughs) especially when they can't see the people around them you know dear yeah and they can't you know they'll pay attention but you know they really thrive off of peer pressure so if kids are sitting down they're gonna sit down anyway so it's just just gonna be uh, next week I'm really nervous because Dave is obviously gonna work I mean he's working from home too but it's us just really balancing my work's busy he you know since he's been gone for a week his work is gonna be really busy and we're just gonna have to figure it out and we'll be fine we will be fine and supposedly they're gonna go back at the beginning of October I don't know we'll see but I'm just so mad I I'm mad because at the end of last year, I kept thinking, oh, shoot, you know, we made it mm-hmm. through these two and a half months or whatever, and we'll have to do that again. And it's like, I mean, who knows, you know? And even if they do go back, does that mean it's going to stop at some point? Now, the good news is for a lot of friends I've had whose, whose kids started school and went face to face, I mean, with masks and everything, so far it's been okay. So, you know... We'll just see. We'll just see. I don't know. It just is like, it's just like, I don't know. It sucks. And I feel bad for my kids. I mean, I feel bad for myself, but I feel bad for my kids because this is no way for them to be in school and learn. And I'm not even a parent that's so hopped up on, you know, accomplishing things or I'm just trying to, we're just trying to survive. I'm okay with them missing out on some educational opportunities because everybody's in the same boat. Like that's just the way it's going to be. But it's more like this sucks for them. Like going to school is something that they like and is good for them and is good for us. And and they can't do it. It just sucks. It fucking sucks. I fucking Trump. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't. We don't really get political, but that asshole. He knew. <laughs> I mean, to to quote, uh, what's his face from Spotlight? Uh, he knew. He knew. He knew. <laughs> <sighs> he said it with his own face and people don't believe it though mm-hmm. no oh no okay so i this is uh, nobody listens to this from so i have um i go to this outdoor workout group we're all like spaced and it's you know there's like six girls in it and i don't know them that well one of them is my instructor who i actually really like and she's the one that invited me and it's outdoor in the park and it's you know as close as i can get to going to the gym without going to the gym we're all working out, but in the beginning, we're all sort of talking. And this one woman who I don't really know very well, she posted or she said, I'm just so sick of, you know, masks and, and all of this, you know, it just is so frustrating. I don't know how much it works. And I'm like, okay. And I'm just thinking, Hillary, don't say anything. Don't, you're not friends with these people. Don't say anything. You don't say anything. And she said, I just think we really need to be focusing on like boosting our immunity levels, like you know, getting vitamin D and eating leafy greens. And I'm like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. And then she said something, I don't know, whatever it was crossed the line. I said, okay, that's fine. You know, everybody should be eating healthy, I guess. But like, he knew in January and he did nothing. And she was like, well, what could he have done? And I'm like, a million things. Uh-huh. And I was like, he knew it was airborne. This is when everybody's fucking wiping down packages and thinking that that's Microwaving like... Microwaving their mail. Yeah. Right? And it's airborne. And he knew it. He fucking knew it. And like, I was, I kind of 
sort of started and she disagreed with me not it was not angry she just sort of disagreed and I was like I gotta drop it she's not gonna be convinced by my argument and I'm just gonna start getting mad so um just calm down I honestly don't get and I'm not even trying to start a fight with people but the that same kind of group they have this thing where they keep saying if we get tested less then it will go away and I don't understand that (laughs) either well it's because it's stupid Christy. Okay. Okay. So it stupid. is dumb. Okay. You know, I just didn't. Like... I was so for instance when I was pregnant with Bridget, I took a really early test and it said I was pregnant, and I just like threw it away because I, like, yeah. I had friends coming in town that weekend, and I was like, I want one more weekend. <laughs> and so if I, I don't like, know about crazy. it, yeah, I'm not it's pregnant. Not happening. I know. It's not happening. Close my ears. Close my eyes, and and it's not happening. It's a so fucking dumb. Ugh. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> I will survive, but I might be crying a whole lot. Well, you know, this has really been a benefit for me because <laughs> I finally learned elbows, elbows, stomach, stomach. I know. Uh- I was having real trouble with that. <laughs> yes, Rory learned a song called Elbows, Elbows, Stomach, Stomach, and I sent it to our group, and it's just on repeat, elbows, elbows, stomach, stomach, and <laughs> them trying to dance. To, uh, yeah, and they're learning. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I finally got it. <laughs> Eureka! There they are. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, Christy? <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, I'm sure that anyone who's watched the news or has Facebook knows that the um, West Coast is on fire. Literally. Um... That's why, you know, the cartoon with where Bugs Bunny cuts off Florida and pushes it out into the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we could have just trimmed the West Coast while he was I at know. it. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. And uh, the worst fire I'm sure you guys have all heard was started by a gender reveal um, <laughs> party. That's a sign. Um, <laughs> right. Um, it's it's just so bad. And um. For people who haven't lived through this, like if you've ever been camping or you've been around a fire, like a bonfire, campfire, whatever, it smells like that 24 hours a day. And it's like you're standing in the smoke and you can't ever get away from it. Um, It looks like dusk. It probably looks about like it's eight o'clock at night out here. Um, There's giant chunks of ash on the cars. And we're not even we're pretty far from any of the fires. So. I can't even imagine. We have we actually have listeners that were evacuated from their home. So we're thinking of you on that. Mm-hmm. But um, just for air quality, I didn't even know any of this stuff. Like 50 is healthy, 50 and below. Um, I'm currently at 185. Whoa. Which means that the particles are so big that you're inhaling them and they're getting into your lungs. Like um, they say don't exercise or whatever. Just walking to the mailbox, which is three houses away. It felt like someone's like sitting on my chest. My eyes are burning. It's you just feel tired all the time, probably because you can't get enough air or something. It's just so bad. That's awful. I know. And oh, and remember when I complained last week about the intricate fan setup? I shouldn't have complained Mm. because now we can't even use them. Like we can't have the windows open. Oh no! Yeah, it's it's so hot because because the smoke is pushing the the hot air in so as we're 80 degrees outside we don't have ac and we can't have the windows open it's so bad our poor neighbors just had twin babies oh god can you imagine no 
No, I mean, just period, I can't imagine. I <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh man. I'm sorry, Christy. Yeah. So we're thinking about you, especially people who are, I mean, we're right now, Seattle is, we're, we're going between Vancouver and Portland for the worst air in the world. Like, there's places in the world that wear masks every day for air quality, and we are double what their numbers are. That's, that's crazy. Well, you know, all of these are, are really an opportunity to like learn about how terrible we are yeah, as, yeah. as people, mm-hmm. not just from a, you know, a climate change standpoint or whatever, but I think it was last year I started learning about how they would use inmates to yes. fight fires. And now they and, can't because you know, they're all in lockdown. They're all in lockdown because mm-hmm. of COVID, but even, you know, back then they were paying them pennies on the dollar yep. to what they paid so firefighters. And then the fact that they have a criminal record means that when they get out of prison, they can't get a job as a firefighter. Right. So it's awful. It's so, so I think, gross. was it in California? They were just considering legislature to expunge uh, firefighting inmates' records once they've served their they time. Should. Yes. They can get hired as firefighters. So. Isn't that that's uh, something, but it's, I mean, just another creative form of slavery yeah, that we yeah. have yep. introduced into this country. Yep. Exactly. <sighs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just had an update <laughs> from uh, a couple of weeks ago. Where... Send us to get this nose up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. um, I, uh, well, first of all, Bridget was very excited last week when we were driving. She heard her name mentioned and she's <laughs> much like me. She <laughs> likes attention. And when everybody was suggesting uh, movies for her to watch, teen movies for her to watch, we're going to dig into those. Honestly, when I when we were watching a movie last night, I was like, I really just think she does this so she can have a whole bag of popcorn. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but she pays attention I, to the movie, so it's all good. That's how I bribe Elliot to watch things yeah. with me, too. Yeah. Here you go. Here's some food. <laughs> um, so last night, um, I was not creative. Okay, so we watched Girls Just Want to Have Fun a week ago, which good. went over. I mean, it was – she loved it, obviously. And it was – you know, besides like whatever, some gender politics stuff, it was actually very, um, it was like a sweet movie to watch. And it's so based on dancing that it was, mm-hmm. you know, there was a, and there's not anything like super duper sexy or anything in it. And, you know, as, as Anne and I discussed, Natalie should have won because, uh, you know, Janie and Jeff She's just better. do like, they do a gymnastics routine. I mean, like it's good, <laughs> but they're just doing like flip dancing. It's not dancing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was good. And Helen Hunt is, you know, still my hero in it. Um, but last night she wanted to watch a movie. So I had taken some notes of things that were free on whatever we have on prime. So I was like, Oh, can't buy me. Love is on there. Now I knew, I mean, I guess I've seen it somewhat recently or it's just like a part of my body and soul because I Mm -hmm. knew all of it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like I remember every kind of line to it. Um, it, you know, it's a little bit sexier for an eight year old, but she has enough like shame right now that she wouldn't refilled her popcorn when she could tell that it was like (laughs) a sexy part. Smart girl. She was, she was like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, this is embarrassing. I'm going to go, uh, uh, get my popcorn. But, um, it was real. it was still really good. Again, there's, you know, it's the eighties. There's some things that you're like, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's so crazy that briefly, one, they do a really good job of making Patrick Dempsey look so dorky in the beginning. You're like, there's no way. And by the end, you're like, this guy's hot. hot. I mean, he's yeah. so he's With the so lawnmower? Skinny. Oh, oh, my God. And his shirt sort of undone. Yeah. I was like, damn. Um, 
And also, Christy gave me maybe what is the best compliment of my life last yeah. night yeah. when I said I was watching it. She said, I kind of look like Cindy Mancini, and I've yes. never been so excited. <laughs> so I have, like, a Pinterest board now of all of her outfits, which I'm telling you, 1987, like, it doesn't look that weird. Like, there's some... Oh, it's coming thing- back. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some outfits that I was like, I would for sure wear that. I would maybe wear the suede outfit, though it stresses me out so much. Um, and it's a, it's a lot. I mean, it's very, like... Arizona, you know, cowboy aesthetic. But there's a bikini that she's wearing that I could ever pull off, but I love it. There's a few outfits. Her hair is fantastic. R.I.P. Amanda <laughs> Peterson. But um, but it was any uh, crop tops and uh, shorts. Yeah. Well, there's a crop hey. top and jean shorts that she's wearing in it, and I was like, I like that outfit. Um, I mean, you're already on trend. <laughs> I yeah. know, I know. Um, but it was, it, you know, it was cute. It's a silly, silly movie, and you know, I. <laughs> Um, there's a thing that I do with Dave that makes him so mad and I enjoy it so much. I like to make him, if I say, oh, you know who was in this movie? Because he didn't watch it with us. I said, oh, you know who was in this movie? And he said, who? And I'm like, well, I'm going to make you guess. And he gets so <laughs> mad when I do it. And he says that I give the worst hints. He's like, you give literally the worst hints. And I said, do you know who played the little brother? And I do. I, I know. And I said, I, see, I was mad. The thing is, I give good hints. He just doesn't like think critically about yeah. them. I said he was. All right. It. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I have no idea who this is. So okay. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Do it. Your hints I will are. say. I'll be quiet. Okay. So these are sometimes sort of like specific to Dave, but like, okay, one, I think He's the second most famous person in the cast uh, now because there's like, like current yeah. currently. Okay, one he's in Dave's favorite show of all time. Uh, and two, he has red hair. Is. Two, he has red hair. What's Dave's favorite show of all time? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, Seth Green. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. see. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. yeah. I was so annoyed that Dave was like, "I don't. I have no idea." And I'm like, "Go." <laughs> like, you need There's to not think. many red-haired um, actors that are no, like, they're super not. famous. No, and I was like, "Well, clearly he's like kind of dorky." Because I feel like if you're a redheaded actor, you're like he always plays kind of dork. Yeah. Roles. He's well, pro- he plays cool dorks. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's also in another Cant movie, which I might let her yep. watch. Mm, um, that's maybe. a good we'll movie. Yeah. What about Bridget Don- Jones's Diary? Because it has her name. Yeah. Um, I watched that, and I love that movie. Um, I mean, a there's a lot of sexual sex politics yeah. oh, okay. in there. Yeah. I mean, again, my parents let me watch any of these movies, so I have yeah. my my compass on this is <laughs> like kind of off, and I just don't know if she would enjoy it. I think she. Likes the teen stuff because it's sort of aspirational. You know, it's like right. That'll be going to the soon. prom or go. Yes, it is like a wedding, basically. You know, well, and they still seem very grown up to yes, you. Yes, those, mm-hmm. those yes, teens. Exactly. I remember being like in kindergarten in my elementary school and seeing all the sixth graders and thinking, <gasps> Oh my gosh, they're so they're grown up. up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every stage when you go to middle school, we started in sixth grade. We did sixth, seventh, eighth, and middle school. And it was like when you're six, you know, when you're eleven, and you're looking at sometimes a fifteen-year-old. You're like, what in the world? And then freshman to senior, it's like it's a huge jump. It's I a mean, really big jump. Yeah. And then when when there would be like a senior guy dating a freshman girl, it's disgusting. Ugh, mm-hmm. <laughs> bad. It's, anyway, so thank you. We're gonna be. I'm gonna you know comb through the list that everybody gave me. And, We'll be attacking them one by one. She'll enjoy it. I will make her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to hear the updates of what you guys watch. I know. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. She did tell me. She was like, you're not paying attention because I was like paying clink. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how That's many how times you I've like seen this movie. Movies. I know. I like to choose great. I can quote this movie without looking at it. So relax. I'm Have you shown it. her bring it on? 
No, I want that's that's on my list of things that I really want to do. Oh, um, so good. I know it's such a good movie. <laughs> it's a little bit like it's such a satire. Yes, I know. That it's, like, it's a little bit hard edged. Yes, at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But it's great. If you can develop her taste for those movies. I know. God, I hope. Please do. Please. I know. All right. Let us open up the mailbag. Uh, we got a couple of emails this week uh, from our pal Bob. Uh, he says, hey, Hermanos, love show number 49. Totally in sync with Mike as the last Batman I remember was Christian Bale. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like recent Batman yeah. to me. Yeah, me too. The, the problem is it's too much Batman. I think it's mm-hmm. Batman overload. They keep yeah. trying. It keeps not quite working. And then they keep doing it again. And it's not. Well, it also. All this stuff is just not right. I think Marvel did a good job because when you think of that character, you think of that actor. I mean, they had a little bit Hulk mix yeah. up. Yeah. But, but when you think of Superman. Maybe you think of Christopher Reeves because I was like the original, yeah. but like who plays Superman right now? I don't know. Henry Cavill. I, he's oh. very good looking. But then they tried I to mean, do it with Brandon Ruth, you know, for a well, little bit. Well, cause he was in, wait, Smallville? no, was there's he? another guy in no. Smallville. That was Tom Welling. Yes. Smallville. Yeah, but see what I mean? Like you don't have the actor, but when you say, you know, Captain America, you know who it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and we can't forget Dean Cain. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many that it's hard, right? I know. I just right. with that one, I just defer back to Christopher Reeve. I mean, that is the Superman of my childhood. Yes. Although Henry yep. Cavill is very good, very looking. cute. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like a British murder mystery. What show was it? I don't remember. It was like a from a season one of some British detective show, and he played like an 18 year old schoolboy. And I was like, whoa, Henry Cavill. Before. Is it that broad? Broadchurch? Broad no. Okay. no, Broadchurch is much more recent. Okay. This was from like 2000 or 2005 or something like that. Okay, continuing on with Bob's letter. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll skip that because we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, he says, boy, did I love Anne's Minnesota State mm-hmm. Fair show. Thank you, Bob. I great. really want to go to one of these now, even though at my age, most of the food would either kill me or not make <laughs> me stronger. <laughs> or, like put me in serious gastric distress. I would probably just take a small sample of some food on a stick and dream of days when I could consume large quantities of that stuff with impunity. That's what the fair is, yes. Bob. You do not go alone. You go with people. You split the food. That's how it works. All right. Fortunately, I don't seem to have issues with beer, so you'd probably find me passed out in the beer garden with dribbles of IPA running mm-hmm. down my chin. Also, your brother Matt and his girlfriend Meredith were delightful to hear from. You guys should work for the State Chamber of Commerce because mm-hmm. you sold me on the fair. <laughs> If you guys ever do a picnic at the Minnesota State Fair, I will be there. That's Would a good idea. Yeah, we should with do my that. favorite <gasps> pot throwers <gasps> oh, in person. Please, next summer. Someday. <laughs> um, oh. Let's see. Uh, and then he says, uh, P.S. Meredith, to talk about the thing that we're not talking about, I feel your pain. We have a new economic equation at our house due to recent work. Two new central AC units. Plus new ductwork equals six times the GDP of Albania. Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Yours, you might have to pick a larger country. Yeah. GDP <laughs> of Poland. Yeah. Oh, I think we're getting to the end of the 
of the tragedy. I'll talk about it a little bit when when I'm I'm still not ready, but when you're out, we're not in immediate so danger at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh boy! Uh, and really, the second email we got. This is so exciting, you guys. From dear listener William Hyday YX. Oh yeah, <laughs> gosh, he is so funny. <laughs> Hello, this show has everything. dot com. <laughs> Did you know that it is possible to send request utterly legitimate way? We sell a new unique way of sending commercial offer through contact forms. Such forms are located on many sites. When such letters are sent, no personal data is used and messages are sent to forms specifically designed to receive messages and appeals. Also, messages sent through feedback forms do not get into spam because such messages are considered important. We offer you to test our service for free. We will send up to 50,000 messages for you. The cost of sending 1 million messages is 49 US dollars. True. This offer is created automatically. Please use the contact deals below to contact us. <laughs> Guys, 1 million messages <laughs> wow. for only a couple of jams. That's not bad. I mean, wow, William. Thanks for thinking of us <laughs> and sending this our way. I'm so happy Star to listener. know about this. <laughs> How you can spam feedback forms. See, yeah, the irony of spam this coming through feedback forms. <laughs> <laughs> and then bragging about how good he is at sending a message and it's like the world's mm-hmm. worst It's like a bot. I derived a lot of enjoyment <laughs> this. I did too. Because at first, at first blush, it was like, oh, this is, okay, what is this? And then you're like starting, oh, okay, you're reading it. You're like, okay, this is a computer that's talking to us or something like that. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, on to somewhat more logical um, responses to our question of the week, which was, what did you miss about the summer? Um, And we got a lot of really good responses. I'm just going to read a sampling here. Uh, Phyllis, who... You know, I think she's like a star user on on the um, on the question of the week because of her previous uh, responses. Mm-hmm. But she did say she missed her weekend getaway with her book club, which I'm sad. Oh, oh yeah, well she's been doing that for like yeah twenty years. It looks right? like so much fun. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, Linda said going to the movies, which is something that I miss as well because I Me realized too. the last movie that I saw in the theater. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog the oh, movie. No. <laughs> what if movie theaters don't come tragic. back and that's your last movie ever? <laughs> I had like two and a half glasses of wine. I think I bought the bottle. I was like, whatever. It's me and the kids. And I'm like, it's fine. It's I used like, to do better. that at Alamo. It's like, why yeah. not? <laughs> no. But it was such a... I mean, again, I like... Um, what is his name? And, you know, the cutie from like 27 Dresses and... James Marston. Yeah, I like. How could you not like James Marston? He and he looks the same. He's very cute, but Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, it was dumb. Um, Joseph says my health. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Treasure says feeling carefree. Mm -hmm. I get that girl. Although I feel like I haven't really felt that since I graduated from college. Um, Tanya just said summer. Yeah, I know. Um, Brandon says the six concerts I had tickets for. Ugh, um, oh, that sucks. Brandon, yeah. and it su- it sucks too because in March you're like, surely this will be done by the mm-hmm. time I have these concerts. Um, but 
I had Tame off. Impala tickets for like July and I was like, oh, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my, they were supposed to come here and my nephew and his girlfriend were going to come and I'm like, yeah, come stay with us. It'll be really fun. Or maybe they're going to play ACL. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, then it was like, mm, JK, nope. yeah. everything's canceled. Um, Charles says, a long plane trip anywhere, which is sad when you're like, I just want to get on a I want to be night. on a plane for a long time. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Says uh, no one. I know. Charles. Uh, Chris says, we were going to take the kids out of the country for the first time as ever oh. to visit Rome and Greece, sites oh. of the mythology they've been binging on. Oh, little Edith Hamilton, yes. and they can't mm. go. And then Dana said, kind of in conjunction, I mean, they're not together, but just the same thing, my first real Europe trip. And I feel terrible for Dana because it, it has to be postponed. postponed last year. Yeah. Mm. I know. Yeah. God. Uh, I, that was a medical. I mean, I, yeah. don't, I think it's okay that we say yeah. that her significant other experienced a work injury like the day or two before they were supposed it's to such go. A terrible cut, cut, right? Yeah. Yep. God, I would have been mad at him because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> How I dare felt, you? I <laughs> know this is what I'm going. So then to be so close uh, two years ago yeah. and yeah. have to postpone it and then get to this year and mm. sorry. Not happening. Uh, you know, when Dave and I went to Paris a few, like 10 years ago, um, that that volcano was happening in like Iceland oh, yeah. and it was canceling flights or delaying stuff. And I was like, if this motherfucker cancels this flight, I'm going to be so mad. I don't know who I'm mad at, like Iceland or the volcano Volcanoes or whatever. In general. <laughs> and it, it was fine. So I like the anger I felt at this sort of, uh-huh. you know, that got inside the <laughs> volcano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and minor says one, my 21 year old son, which Aww. made me sad. Aww. And two tagging, tagging along with my marathoner to Boston, Chicago, Mount hood, Vancouver, Jesus Christ. Um, PS, I totally stole this question from writing my work newsletter yesterday. AKA <laughs> some friends were discussing. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I love to be somebody's friend. Just like a, where's the lie? It's not. We're friends. Um, I just thought this was a shots fired from Libby, the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> fight, well, they fight, do have fight. the butter cow. Yes. We have the butter princesses, which, you know, we have like nine of them. They yeah. have a butter cow. Well, still cool. Still cool. It we is. know who the winner is. Yeah. We do. Uh, There's no winners. <laughs> there is. Um, Jean says many things, but first foremost is we had to give up babysitting our toddler grandson. We have missed a half a year of his life. And then the baby is so cute. And I'm sure that your daughter, I can't remember if it's her daughter or her son, but I I miss you desperately as well because (laughs) I would like somebody to babysit my children and it's not going to happen. Um, Kate said, seeing my grandma and family to celebrate her 90th birthday, that was a big bummer. Oh, Amy yeah. says going to Seattle to see my friends. Yeah. Friends, I know. Um, I just thought this was funny. Andrea says bathrooms open to the public. <laughs> yeah, know. you know, yeah. that's not nothing it's because not. I've thought totally. a few times about taking a short road trip, like going in the south of the state. There are some really nice hiking areas, and I'm like, but what if I have to pee? Right. So where Where do I go pee? I know. I'm I not know. a dude. I know. God damn it! Another way. They're lucky, and it's the patriarchy. Anyway, and then finally, <laughs> I just thought this was a, a lovely cap. Greg says, almost nothing. Hot weather is the worst. 
you know that he's still thinking about this because he turned to me i think it was today and he said you know what that's not entirely true i miss showing off my t-shirt collection (laughs) (laughs) oh well he should write that because that's funny yeah (laughs) um so yeah thank you for responding and you know hopefully hopefully get your flu shot get the vaccine if and when it happens and we can be out there next summer doing the things we unless love. the vaccine comes out the week before the election <laughs> then do not yeah, don't take anything away. yeah i'm not supposed to talk about it on social media and i don't know if this counts as social media mm-hmm. but i talked about enroll like trying to enroll in this vaccine trial and i did so don't tell him I told you guys. But so far, it's been fine. I haven't turned into a zombie. I don't know if I got the placebo, though, is the thing, right? I could have oh, just yeah. been getting, um, you know, saline shots. But more importantly, how does your spine feel? Everything okay? It's okay. No inflammation? Nope. So maybe that one is just a thing? I think that I was a- just, you know, that's a that's a... There are side effects, right? Yeah. To everything. Or or I have a cousin who used to be a pharmaceutical rep. You know, it's got to be one in every family, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, and, she, and she said, you know, the, the disclosure things that they have to do on those studies, like if somebody gets into a car accident and dies while they're part of a study, they have to report yes. that as a death, yep. regardless of whether it has anything to do with the medication. Yes. So it could be unrelated or... Right, it could be, but they don't want to take so any we'll chances see. because, despite what some people think, they don't actually want to play around with people's health, and they don't yeah. want to put out an unsafe vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like on the TV commercials, when they're like, uh, "Zeljexa may cause dizziness, <laughs> lightheaded, mm-hmm. weak, watery stool," blah 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 blah. They have to include all of that for disclosure on the study, not because it necessarily will cause those things. It's because somebody in the trial had one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I made the mistake of taking a naproxen one day and I reported that I took a naproxen. I got like four phone calls from them being like, (laughs) are you okay? Are you okay? Did you take a naproxen because you have a headache? Did you take it because your arm hurts? Why'd you take it? Why'd you take it? And like I told them it was just because I have jaw pain all the time and I always take a (laughs) naproxen and they were like, uh, all right. And then they called me back like a couple days later. Hey, why'd you take that in a process? And you're like, relax. Oh my God, never mind. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a hassle if you're going to get calls every time you take an aspirin or whatever. Yep. yep. Well, you're doing the Lord's work. You are. Meredith. How many years are you in this? Two. Yikes. Do you ever find out? If you get the placebo yes, or not. Yes, that's what okay. I asked them. That was my, they were, you know, they're always asking if I have any questions. And I was like, I just really want to know eventually which group I was in. Because if this does come out, I need to know if I need to get it again. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they said that yeah. you will find out at the end of the study. Oh, so. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. All right. We're moving on to medium talk. This is, uh, I, this, there's somebody I follow on Twitter and I, she's kind of, I don't know, I, have mixed feelings about her. Her name is Nicole Cliff. Um, and she had posted something that I thought was really interesting and I brought it up and I don't know, I think we all just thought it was a little, it was a funny little light thing that we could talk about in the midst of, you know, this hellfire that we're going through. Um, and she had talked about, you know, things that maybe she, in her family she learned about or traditions she thought were normal. And then she gets out on the real world and realizes like, that it's completely not normal and not everybody does that. Her example was that she would read at the dinner table, like read a book at the dinner table and didn't think anything of it and thought it was totally normal until she got to like 
the real world or got to college or whatever. Everybody's like, that's so rude. What are you doing? Um, so she posted this question. If you normalize something non-awful because your family did it and then realized it was not, in fact, normal or remotely common, I would love to hear about it. So I was just thinking about things that, you know, you just have these family traditions you know, or lures in your family or whatever and how they're normalized or how you just bring them into your adult world and realize like, oh shit, that was totally wrong. Like that's not, that's not normal or that's not right. Again, non-problematic probably, but um, <laughs> we're not getting into like <laughs> deep stuff here. But um, I just, I just was... thought the way that daddy touched me was normal. <laughs> oh, no. no, this is more like just stuff that we thought was what everybody did, but yes. we found out and later realized, that was not the case. No, exactly. Exactly. So let's start with uh, Miss Anne Lundholm. How about you go? Well, I really struggled with this question because my parents, being quite authoritarian, they told you what to do and you did it and you didn't ask questions and you didn't think for yourself. <laughs> you yep. didn't. Um, try to introduce your own point of view or anything to it. So I'm like, I don't know. What what did I think was normal until I grew up? And I guess I see my role on this show much more to support you guys and your weird (laughs) (laughs) than in my totally normal ones. But I would say that we did have some traditions I wouldn't say that I thought that was the rest of the way that the world uh, worked, but I do see them as quite normal. So I would say um, every Christmas Eve, my mom makes pizza. Oh, homemade what? pizza. That's and delightful, but that is not, that doesn't strike me as not Christmas normal. food. No. <laughs> <laughs> and well, there are reasons behind it. Everybody loves mom's homemade pizza. Also, it is easy for her to make. So it's not like she has to do a bunch of cooking on Christmas Eve. Yes. And more importantly, it's extremely quick to clean up Mm. when you are a child who desperately wants to get to the Christmas tree and the presents because we are a Christmas Eve present. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Not so much anymore since we're grown up and sometimes we couldn't actually get together until Christmas Day. But that was very important to all of us to to have that Christmas Eve pizza dinner and um I may have told this story a long time ago but when I think my it was my freshman year home from college for the first time and you know going to college is just such a huge adjustment and I came back and I was so tired and just sort of out of sorts and it seemed like when I had left my parents did exactly what you're not supposed to do, which is like try to erase all traces of me oh, from God. the family. Oh, no. <laughs> like someone else had taken over my bedroom and my towel was And it's gone like three months later. Bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why you guys really part? moved on this quick. And and it's all very practical. Like they took my towel out of the, the bathroom because I wasn't there to use it. And then it was it was sort of closer to the shower. So then somebody who had a spot far away from the shower could move closer to the shower, you know, but like I lost my place at the dining room table and now I had to sit on the end where Matt used to. So it was all very weird. And then they invited my cousin, Brian. Oh my God, I am talking about this. (laughs) 
public. <laughs> Here you go. Um, <laughs> they invited my cousin Brian to dinner because Brian was a student at the University of Minnesota. He was well, actually he was out of school by that time because he's eight years older than me. But um, he his family lives in rural Wisconsin, and he couldn't go back because I think he was having surgery on the day after Christmas. And so my parents felt bad for him being alone on Christmas, and they invited him to come for Christmas Eve. And he proceeded to come in and, like, make fun of all of our traditions, especially the Christmas pizza. No. I mean, he was just saying how stupid it was. Ha, ha, ha. And I... And wait, from this, this is, like, almost a 30-year-old man. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Well, that's sort of his thing. It's his always to um, insult you and then say, ha, ha, I was just kidding. Oh. Oh that yeah, that covers up like all crimes. Person. Yep. Yep. His uh, style of humor and Matt was what like Matt can correct me, but he would have been like eight or nine. And Brian used to come over to the house when Matt was even younger and like wrestle with Matt and like Ooh. get him all worked up and Ooh. all hyper and then like poke 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 at him until Matt lost it and had a meltdown. Mm-hmm. And then Brian would be like, "Ugh, what a baby!" Right? You oh. know so. <laughs> I don't love. He's actually my cousin Brian is a very nice guy, but you know he was a, a dude in his twenties. Yeah, he was just not very aware of how he was affecting other people. But I was in such a fragile emotional place over the Christmas pizza mm-hmm. that I had a meltdown. Oh. I completely lost my temper, and I think I, God. I said, Brian, did you ever think that the problem might be you? And I went from there. And my parents are sitting at the table just looking horrified that I have chosen this moment to have a meltdown. And I remember, like, my mom kind of pulling me from the table and herding me away to the their bedroom. And I just lay down on their bed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed mm-hmm. and, because I was just – I. The attack on the Christmas pizza yes. was too much. It was sacrilege. That's too far. Yeah. And then eventually the sad ending to this particular story is my mom came in and sat with me and said, I realized that, you know, Brian ruined your Christmas Eve with what he said, but your behavior ruined our Christmas <gasps> Eve. Oh. You and were I trying to defend her honor like, and the pizza. Mom. <laughs> it's like parenting fail sorry mom but you did (laughs) this was not your brightest moment (laughs) oh i know it's at the end of their rope it sounds like yes yes to this day we still do have christmas pizza for christmas eve pizza for whoever is around then of course on christmas day we have the ham and you know the scalloped potatoes or whatever we have decided to have for the traditional christmas meal but pizza on christmas eve man I love it. Mm-hmm. I want to go for breakfast or for Christmas pizza. Yeah, that sounds yeah. delicious. It's good, and she makes it's, she makes like a thicker crust. It's a little bit more not doughy, but it's a softer yeah, yeah. crust rather mm-hmm. than a crispy crisp crust. And we do eat it with knives and forks until <laughs> you get to the the end, the actual crust, crust the rim, and then you can pick that up and eat that with your hands. It sounds delicious to me. I'm coming. It is. It's good. Um. Okay. Here are some things. Oh no, Meredith, you're next. I'm sorry. I was about to. Oh, cut it's you okay. Off. Doesn't no, matter. Um. 
I have Meredith. Yours just aren't that interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> skip over my. Fine. I'll just sign out, you guys. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> there, there were so many. We also had a lot of rules, probably because there were three of us and they were overwhelmed and. Yeah. Um, you know there there was a lot going on, so there, you know we had a lot of rules, and I was so afraid of authority and. As I'm sure you've figured out from the awful stories I've told about myself later in life, that really flipped around. I kind of rebelled <laughs> against this. But when I was a little kid, I was very obedient, very much like a rule follower. I was terrified of making anybody angry. So I just, you know, mm-hmm. I did everything I could to like... And you're a middle child. Keep the peace. Oh, absolutely. I was a very classic middle child in that way. Like I was always reigning mm-hmm. in my little sister like, you're making mom mad. Can't you tell? <laughs> like she didn't even... Can I ask, what what's the age spread between the three of you so my brother is five years older than me and my sister is two years younger than me okay so my brother was like he was kind of sullen and grumpy and I there was nothing I could do about that so I felt like I needed to compensate by being extra like behave you know extra good and and calm and not cause any any problems and then my sister was a little princess and demanding and she didn't care if she made anybody angry so I also felt like I needed to rein her in so oh, poor Meredith. There was a lot, <laughs> a lot going on. That's very, that's very middle child stuff, I think. Um, but we so we had a lot of rules. And these are some of them that just came to to mind. And the first the biggest one that I didn't know was abnormal until I was like, long, even like mid, my mid 20s is that I didn't realize that other people wore shoes inside their house. I thought that was <laughs> like, so nor and I think it's a it's a very it's a cultural thing for a lot of people. And um, in West Michigan, West Michigan's full of Dutch people. And it's, I think in retrospect, it's a Dutch thing or maybe a Christian reformed Dutch thing. I'm not entirely sure. But like everybody that I knew who was Dutch Christian reformed had like white carpet in their house. And in Michigan, you can't have white carpet and wear your shoes inside. It doesn't make any sense. So people have mud rooms or they have like a mat by the door where you just automatically take your shoes off. And I just am in such a habit of doing that. Like I can barely stand to wear shoes inside of a house. It just Mm -hmm. seems so wrong to me. It's it feels as weird as driving in a car without a seatbelt on. I can't do that either. (laughs) Um, and I just think about like, now that I'm a grown up and I have to clean my own floors, I'm like, what's your floors are going to be awful. How can you, how can you stand this? I still don't think you should wear shoes in, in the house. So I think for sure there's definitely a Midwest ethos yes. about yeah. it too. Cause we don't have a lot of Dutch in Minnesota, but it's definitely, definitely. And for sure places that have weather winter weather for sure, like, I there's you think I'm gonna slop all that snow that has like Mud road in it, chemicals salt. and sand and stuff? No way! That's just gonna destroy other people's. But right. I think the first time I started sort of thinking about this was listening to TBTL and Jen Andrews talking about how offended she was when she went to someone's house and they wanted her to take her shoes right. off because she's like, I chose the shoes to go with my outfit, yeah, and having to take them off really screws up the whole thing and i was like but how do you not get people's carpets dirty don't wouldn't you feel bad that's so that was something i didn't realize that i didn't realize the other perspective on that which is like first of all like maybe some people don't want to be showing off their socks like maybe you wore a sock with a hole in it and you didn't realize you were not gonna have your shoes on or maybe you yeah like you planned your shoes and they go with your outfit or whatever or that like 
it occurred to me because somebody was, I took my shoes off in, in somebody's house and they're like, why are you doing that? And I was like, oh, I just don't want to get your, your floors dirty. And, and so we had a discussion and, and she was saying like, oh, I just, I would think it was rude to have to take my shoes off. Like I would want the person, the person whose house I was in to be polite enough to not comment on my shoe situation. And it never occurred to me that somebody might not want to, I just never want to wear shoes is another thing. Like mm-hmm. I just want to live without well, shoes ever. It, they're not that comfortable. No, well, they're and not. It, it's funny because it is something that we all just do around here. Like every time we would have a family gathering at my mom's house, like my stepsisters just come in and start taking their shoes off. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, it's fine. You don't have to take your shoes off. And everybody always just does. Yeah, I wonder if it is a colder weather thing, maybe, because I have some friends that do it, and it is so, like, weird to me that you would do it. But, like, I understand. Like, it's not weird that I don't understand it, but I just was never anything anybody ever did in my world. (laughs) And when I went to go visit Jay's family, and it was really cold, and I was wearing, like, snow boots, I, I, like, didn't understand the shoe situation. I'm like, I don't get this. Like, what do I do do I bring shoes with me to change into? And they're like, no, I'm just, you know, like take them off. Um, and so I, so like, I don't love shoes either, but I, we don't have, well, we have carpet upstairs, but in the ground floor of my house, we have tile, which I don't love, but I hate walking around it without shoes on. Cause it's like cold. And then you can feel like any specks of whatever. So mm-hmm. I almost, almost always am wearing flip flops around my house. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I barely have ever gone downstairs and been wearing and just been like, without a shoe on um it's no joke it's the primary reason i have carpet in my house even though people get very snobby about having (laughs) carpet on the main floor of your house but i'm like no i just don't want my feet to be cold i know i know i like having carpet in my bedroom because i really don't like to put my feet down on and i know it's like whatever we've had a pet and i know that it collects and with allergies maybe it's not good but i like to put my feet down on soft warm (laughs) (laughs) there's not a speck of carpet in this house and i kind of wish that there was like it would be nice to have it in the bedrooms but it's wood floors everywhere and tile in the kitchens and the bathrooms and it is cold in the in the winter but Mm. i find it and i i don't know i just i Carpet can get real gross, and I think about like mm-hmm. all the cat hair that would yeah. be embedded yes. in there that yeah, I'm well, never yes. going to be able to get out. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. So this is just an easier situation. I know. Even with just me, there are certain – like there used to be – I used to sit in the same chair to put my shoes on every day, and I just noticed that that patch of carpet was getting a little bit grubby. So now I rotate through mm-hmm. where I put my shoes mm-hmm. on so that that doesn't happen. But I think I have like post-traumatic stress disorder – you know, if I can trivialize that for my own purposes, because <laughs> growing up in, a, in our house, uh, we did have hardwood floor in all the bedrooms and my bedroom was on the corner. So it had two outside walls. Plus I was over the garage that oh. my dad kept heated to 33 degrees precisely. <laughs> oh, just so stuff. And it freeze. was, yeah, oh. it was so cold in the winter yeah. in my bedroom. And when I was a teenager, I wanted to close the door at night, not because, you know, I was like Hillary and like smoking <laughs> in a Coke can, <laughs> but just because as a teenage girl, I wanted to privacy. have yeah. my door closed and I like stole my dad's little tabletop desk thermometer from his office and put it on my bedside table and it got down to 51 degrees in my bedroom <sighs> at night in the winter. And uh, like and you can so, see your breath. Like, 
It was so cold. Yeah. So to this day, I must have carpet. I just sense. wish um, we're shoes off, but we don't care. Just like we just don't like to have shoes. I just wish on party invitations, people would say wear yes. shoes out mm-hmm. because then I know to wear cute socks yeah. and not like because the Christy, worst is when... you should wear cute socks to a party <laughs> anyway. I mean, what if you end up in a situation yeah. with a cute fella and he's going to see your socks? <laughs> sock flirt i just like because there's some shoes you don't wear socks with right like yeah. i wear a lot of toms well, then you just you go barefoot yeah. i know but then it's i don't like it. nothing wrong with feet no. you're fine yeah. i guess now that i know that like when i learned when i was like 25 that other people do things differently <laughs> than me <laughs> like i don't i don't have a problem with it like i just tell people to do um, whatever they feel comfortable with when they come mm-hmm. over to my house. And I don't get mad about it. Um, people, especially in Michigan, know to like stomp their shoes off before because there's a mat outside and then there's a mat inside and you, you scrape all the snow off your shoes if you can or, you you know, whatever. Like people are polite about it. And I don't I try not to get bent out of shape about it because I didn't I didn't realize that it made people uncomfortable one way or the other. So I just assumed mm-hmm. everybody did what we did. So now I just, oh, I you know, people will ask and I'll just say whatever you want to do. But don't you think when you get to like mid-March and the snow is just gucky and there's so much sand and crap built up? Well, I don't love it. And then I spend like an hour after they leave being like, fuck, I gotta walk, mop the floor, right? Like, <laughs> but I have a Roomba. It, you know, my robot does some of it for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was... make your guests comfortable. Yeah. And that's more important than my comfort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the the other one that I thought of right off the bat um and this this was dispelled from my mind as soon as I started going to sleepovers at my friends houses was that they would fight like openly with their parents like scream at their parents just about like almost nothing um and it, it was yeah. astounding to me because I come from a yep. family where we do not raise our voices we don't nope. get in fights about things we sit down and we have a discussion Yep. Um, and it was just blew my mind that somebody would just be yelling. I, also, we weren't allowed to yell. Um, like if somebody was upstairs and we were downstairs, you do not yell. You go up there and you talk to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like she didn't want, you know, three kids screaming in the house. Which yeah. I, yeah, I can't no. blame her for that. So there was no yelling. There was no fighting like that. You know, if you had a problem, you you talked it out and you figured it out. And so it was just right. very so extremes. Strange. Extremes of emotion are frowned upon. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. And and that's fine. I still don't fight like that. Like, I, you know, if there's an issue, I, I do still deal with it that way. And I think that's a good way to deal with it. I don't, I'm not the kind of person that needs to, like, get my emotions out that way. I, I feel like some people thrive on that, but it, I just absolutely do not. No, I don't either. But, you know, I have, I have a friend who's like, I'm Sicilian. That's what <laughs> right. I do. Right. Yep. 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 You know, weirdly, even growing up in a house, I mean, it, our house was loud because there were so many kids, but we were, my parents really, to me at least, were not like screamers. They didn't really, and I had a cousin and I would go to her house and her mom is Brazilian and she would be like, this is how I express myself. I mean, she's like of Brazilian descent. And I would call my mom and say like, they're yelling. Yeah, and I scary. didn't really, un- I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was, I maybe my brothers and sisters would say something different because I just was never used to my parents like yelling at me to do something. And now mm-hmm. I do kind of yell at my kids sometimes and I'm like, God, I'm like a yeller. I didn't really ever think I was going to be a, a yelling parent, but I... I do snap on occasion, so God yeah. bless my mom for having like the patience of Job with me because she did not <laughs> well, yell. Well, 
And there's a difference between yelling and yelling, yes. if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, Talking loud like, and yelling. Yeah. Right. It's not like my mom ever like screamed at us, but there was a quality when you were in trouble yes. that we referred oh, to yeah. as being yelled at. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, ours was more like being talked at. But like I remember a couple times um she she would only really get very mad at us if we did something very stupid like um like try to run out into the street. I remember her grabbing me once when I was really little. I must have been 3 or 4, like grabbing me by the shirt and just being like, "Do not do that." You know, yes, <laughs> like yes. and it's probably because I scared her. Yes. Um, oh, that's always the thing mm-hmm. is I my sister told me once she said, "Don't. We had these side doors in our old house and to, weirdly to like the kids rooms I don't it, whatever I don't know why they were there it's an old house and my sister said if you want to do something bad you know don't sneak out because they'll be really like they'll be scared and mad which is yeah. like the worst combination mm-hmm. sneak people True. in if you really because my parents room was far enough that they couldn't really hear what was going down <laughs> she was like sneak people in that's not a big deal um I mean they'll be upset but they're not going to be scared calling the police yeah yes yeah exactly thinking that you've vanished or gotten stolen or something yeah yeah exactly that's a very kind way to be Mm -hmm. as a teenage child yes yeah she was like i'm gonna do bad stuff but at least (laughs) i'm not gonna make my parents fear for my safety yeah most teenagers just don't think about anything other than themselves (laughs) especially not that much no exactly she gave me some helpful hints that is a good yeah yeah Um, what do you mean you think teenagers are dumb and don't make good choices well from my experience as a teenager yes <laughs> some of them anyway you think that the kids on campus having a covid party aren't uh making those decisions with the, the full knowledge it's, of their actions it's almost like they don't have very good judgment yet yeah huh. my sister would bring a bunch of people into the house like that sneak them in and i still wonder if my parents knew because they were loud. They were drinking. Mm-hmm. They were smoking in the back. And my parents yeah. were just asleep. And the house wasn't big mm. or anything. I, I think parents know more than, than oh, the course. kids mm-hmm. know they do. And of they course. just are like, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. Right. <laughs> I know. Are they hurt or injured? No. Okay, right. whatever. Right. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of mine are kind of quick hits. These are just little lies that they told me. I think this one is kind of universal, that turning the dome light on in the car oh, at yes. night yeah. was going to well, cause, cause an accident. to drive off of <laughs> yeah. the road. Or the instantly, cops to pull you over. Instantly you'll get pulled over or your dad yeah. will just flip the car. Yep. My dad told exactly. me that it was illegal that the cops would pull him over. I've told that to Elliot. Is it not true? I don't think so. <laughs> well, but it today does, I learned. It can make it hard to see. It can hard, make it hard to see. Like it can yeah. cause some glare, right? Maybe like glass technology has gotten better or whatever. Yeah, or it disrupts your night vision a little bit. Sure. Oh my gosh. I really just learned this. I think they just wanted us to fall asleep and shut up, right? Yeah. Stop yes. doing things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, my mom told me, and I've never heard anyone else say this, that you are never to put hot water down the garbage disposal while it's running. Really? And I it heard didn't, opposite. It didn't occur to me until I was like 30 that, oh, it's just because she didn't want it to like splash in my face. Like there's nothing wrong. Oh, I thought it was yeah. bad for the sink or something. Oh, we always, I've always heard that you run uh, cold water when you're running the garbage disposal so that the motor, the blade doesn't heat up. Oh. You can wear out the the motor on the garbage disposal faster oh. if you add heat to it. Well, yeah. maybe. Uh-oh. I mean, I still can't do it. I'm still allergic to putting hot water down there, so. <laughs> I always, because I was told if you put any kind of like oil, like you're not going to dump 
giant oil but if you are like cleaning a pan that has oil you want it to be hot so it like breaks up sure but not when the disposal is run like it's this is specifically when the garbage disposal is on right huh. aha all right i have the answer oh. from davidleroyplumbing.com <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable to run hot water down the drain after you've used the disposal but it's important that only cold water be used during the food <gasps> oh. grinding oh. process oh, so right. it's not a lie okay oh all right well i learned from two the things list. today <laughs> thanks mom you were right <laughs> well, um look at that cool well now we know um, well, my fa- this is my favorite lie, and I hope that this is actually a lie. I have never even looked it up. But when I was real little and I was very obedient, you know how little kids don't like to eat the crust of their bread? Mm-hmm. And they uh-huh. always want it cut off or whatever. She would never do that. And we always had whole wheat bread because they were health nuts. And it's... Oh, did you ever just long for Wonder Bread? Oh, so <sighs> much. Yes. So, so, All so the much. other kids eating Wonder Bread sandwiches. And I was like, <sighs> why I gotta have this grainy, I'm nutty... <laughs> picking <laughs> rye seeds out stuff. of my teeth or whatever. Like, yeah. Um, but so I didn't want to eat the crust of my bread. But what my mom told me... And I don't know why this worked, but she told me that's where all the vitamins were. (laughs) And I was like, what am I like four years old being so concerned about vitamins that I was like, oh, okay. And it worked. Like I absolutely was like, well, Well, I got to get the vitamins. I was. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, it can't be true. You've made bread. It's all the same. It doesn't make any sense. It took me a long time to realize, oh, it's just cooked more. (laughs) (laughs) I love It's not special. (laughs) (laughs) That's really smart. Yeah, uh, it is. It's good. Um, okay, here are some ones. I, I think a lot of times my mom was just, again, she had five kids, so she was just like, whatever's the easiest thing. I mean, she was a really good mom, but like, whatever's the easiest thing to kind of move on to stuff and not have to like dig deep. Well, this is, this is, uh, and I have a similar, we did Christmas Eve presents. We would fly to, um, to Washington, D.C. to visit my grandmother, which in retrospect, is wild that we flew seven people with all of our Ugh. presents up to Washington, <laughs> D.C. One, the airline industry has changed a lot because I, my mom for sure checked all of them. Like, we did not, mm. we, my, we are not a carry on family. Like, my mom checked all of those bags. Um, I can't. 9 11. Oh, yeah. I mean. And at some point, she said, when I was in like third grade, she said, I can't, I like, I can't do this anymore. Cause of course, I mean, I love you, Michael, but my dad did not do any of that stuff it was all my mom so so much work it's so much work but we would do christmas eve um we would go to church where my mom and my aunts would stay home and i guess wrap the presents or whatever we would go to church and then we'd go drive by the Capitol tree and then we'd come home and it's like santa came and you know i got my like blue boombox thing that I was like my greatest joy I was so excited my Amy Grant and Peter Cetera CD or not CD tape (laughs) and it was a joyous time but yeah like for the longest time Christmas was such a like an afterthought for us because we just really didn't it was Christmas was not a big deal and we also um probably because she just didn't want to deal with it we didn't have stocking stockings I've never had a stocking before except at my in-laws house so we just didn't do stockings because I'm sure she was what no I never had I never had a stocking. How, how do you get your Terry's chocolate orange? We didn't. Whack it unwrap. Yeah. We didn't. What? I know. No. We didn't get stocking. I'm sure at some point she was just like, I can't also do this. Like, I can't yeah. be yeah. in charge of this. And in fact, nowadays, I, you know, I do it. But 
And Dave has to be in charge of the stockings. Like, cause I don't like, I don't understand what it is. So I'm like, you have to do this, <laughs> get your gold coins or get your like scratch off tickets or whatever you're going to, you know, put in there. But yeah, we, we never had them. So I'm usually more excited for my stocking than yeah. anything else. When I went to my in-laws and they had stockings, I was like, this is so fun. Like these are the most fun <laughs> gifts. I love them. Uh, yeah. So that, that was kind of a weird. So Christmas has for a long time just been kind of an afterthought now with the kids it's a little bit more fun and we're trying to you know make our own traditions like have cinnamon rolls or whatever and mimosas for the children um yeah, sure. and <laughs> that orange juice in it yeah, right? i know um but uh yeah i christmas was always sort of odd for us um in conjunction with that another holiday my mom makes an amazing Thanksgiving. I love it. I look forward to it. We're brats. We try to take stuff over from her and she's like, no, this is mine. You know, so it's, I've never, I've helped with the Thanksgiving, but I don't really do it. But we eat Thanksgiving at like 730. And I always thought it was normal. I was like, well, we just eat it at dinner. And everybody thinks it's weird. They're like, why are you eating Thanksgiving so late? I'm like, I don't know. This is just, I guess we all have to watch football and then... We eat Thanksgiving. It's weirder to eat Thanksgiving dinner at three like other people do. We eat I mean, it at like one o'clock and I've never why? really understood. I don't it's know. So it's weird. so weird. It is so weird. And your family's like, more normal. And thinking about it, I'm like, it takes so long. I mean, she already has to get up super early to start it. I'm like, what? Why are we like, amp, you know, pushing up the time? I, think I always... my mom does everything like the day before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, A she make, definitely makes yeah. the pies ahead of yes. time and yeah. maybe... I don't know. Then I guess she would have to get up super early to put the turkey in or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, like at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's well, a, I, I do know that maybe maybe it's a holdover from when we were a more agrarian yes, society yeah, because yeah. one of my uncles is a dairy farmer. And so always like they had to leave at four o'clock because I had to go milk the cows. Oh, yeah. That, well, this is another reason I that. hate I hate Thanksgiving um, because it usually <laughs> falls on the woman. It's like a two day process. Hundreds of dollars. Let's cancel it for this year. <laughs> we did tell my mom. Sorry, we were Hillary. like, mom. No, no, no. It's okay. We did tell my mom. We were like, maybe y'all come down and we'll just order Rudy's like a barbecue because they have they have good turkey and stuff and we can make sides, but kind of try to make it. And she's like, nope, this is mine. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we tried to. <laughs> I know. But and you know what? Not to be um, sexist. Can I be sexist towards men? Sure, I can. Sure. Yes, but like when men get involved with the Thanksgiving cooking, it's the it's the you know the bird they the want to like, they're allowed yeah. to do like the grill weird new method of the turkey. Yep, yeah. yep. let's brine yep. it and how many times are deep no, frying just, turkeys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, no, you put it in a cooking bag and you put it in the oven and then you leave it for four hours or whatever. It's the easy part, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, okay. and. Uh, it really is all on my mom. I mean, everybody in my family thinks her, and you know, my dad always is like, you know, Kathleen did such an amazing job, but my dad is, um, not manly in the way that he wants to carve the bird. And my mom still has her electric carver from like, oh, I think I 1966 yeah. Yeah. And, and she just does it. Like my dad mm-hmm. is not one of those, like, I gotta, you know, I think my, my stepdad does it, but I don't think they really care. It's not like a presentation and like a, an event. It's just like, come right. sit down. Here's pieces. Yes. <laughs> like it's already yeah, done when that- we get to the table. People get so weird about carving the turkey. Yes. Like it's, it's so meat. weird. Just get it off the bone. This, this is, is not whole, a like, Norman Rockwell painting. There's a whole West right. Wing episode about a fucking knife. So oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So our uh, the the nice thing about our late Thanksgiving is at least when I was like a teen or in college or whatever, my friends would come over 
um, you know, when we were eating dessert because they were all like, okay, we're ready to eat again. And so it, was, it would be kind of a fun time for other people to come over. So that was kind of, you know, I think cool. maybe part of the reason we did, we eat so early is because I'm from a broken home, not to, to guilt anyone, ah, but we had to, yes. we always have for a long time when we were little kids anyway, we had two Thanksgivings. I that's sort of stopped now. Um, but we would have Thanksgiving at my mom's house and then we would have to go over to my, either my dad's or my grandma's or my aunt's house or whatever and have that side of the, the family's Thanksgiving. So maybe yeah. that's like, maybe yeah. that's a practical reason why. Yeah. I don't know. Man, that's a tough one when you have to have oh. two Thanksgiving meals in a I day. I know. Life is hard. <laughs> two Christmases, two Thanksgivings. That's the consolation prize for... I, I do. I do not feel good for my friends. I have a girlfriend who's... All of you know, she's from Dallas. Her husband's from Dallas. They live in Dallas. So when they're she and they have three little kids, and she's like, it's fucking exhausting. Like sometimes I, that's why they have I, to she, go to three or four. Yeah, right? she was like, I just I can't. That's kind of nice that we have to choose. Like mm-hmm. I mean, this year, if everything is whatever, we're gonna try to go to Boston for Christmas um, to see my mother in law, and it just is like we just have to choose. Like there's no you know back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and I don't want to deal with that. People come to me. Um, another thing I, we were just laughing, like things that you believed when you were a kid. So Missy, dear friend of the show, my best friend from when I was two and she was three, um, just to be exact, um, (laughs) her mother, who is like a second mother to me, told me those like humps. When I say humps in the road, I mean like those like reflective balls that are, you Mm -hmm. know, that uh, whatever, like Line yeah. markers? Yeah, like line markers, but the, you know, the ones they're that are raised. I didn't see those really until I moved to Texas. I, I we know. don't have those here no, that much. No, yeah, because of the snow Anywhere plows. Where you get a snow yeah, plow. The snow yeah. plows would destroy We have to just take those right off. But okay. I know what you mean, but I only know because I lived there for a while. I learned something. Mm-hmm. She told me if you ran over them, they would blow up. And I still, <laughs> to this day, like. I think she just liked to fuck with me. I mean, she did because when she would pick me up for carpool and I would like walk in front of her car she would always honk God, she's such a bitch <laughs> to scare you um, yes <laughs> it would make me so mad but she would say when you ran over those humps that they would blow up and I know that they don't but like still in my brain kind of like if I run over them I'm like oh, oh like no. kind of waiting for them, like that uh, IED to explode I'm like how many people would die <laughs> they did. oh my gosh <laughs> I mean, really think what that would do to a snowplow. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. don't have them yeah. up north. Um, that one was really funny. And then finally, this is just to throw my dad under the bus one more time. Um, again, because we had five kids. You know, uh, I think sometimes my mom would be like, Michael, just like take them out to eat. Just take them somewhere. So there was this restaurant called Cactus Jack's. In my head, it was like a, I don't even know, just like a Sonic where there's barely a restaurant portion you just kind of get it and go or whatever but there was a restaurant portion and I do remember being little and saying dad I need to go to the bathroom he was like they don't have a bathroom here which is not true and I probably had to have a bathroom (laughs) I did have an accident there because he just pushed it a little too far it wasn't he was like just wait till we get home because it was probably a mile from our house and I had an accident. And I do you think it's because he didn't want to take you in yeah, there? Yeah, probably. Okay. Or he just was like, I or that just it was wanna, gross. I just want to wrap this up and like be done right. with it. And just and I understand. Well, and what does he do with the other kids while he's taking yeah. you to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure that he's seems like, like a nightmare. 
I, That's why you have them. six kids. You have the older ones take them. Yeah. Right? I think probably he just wanted to be done with it. Like, I don't even think mm-hmm. it was about him because he probably would have let me go by myself. I don't think that he, but I, I mm. think that he was just like, I, cause sometimes the kids will say like, Oh, I need to go to the bathroom now. And I'm like, can you just hold it? Like, I don't want to, it's like, like the other day, I will not let her listen to this. The other day we're like on the road and Bridget's like, Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. So we stop at a McDonald's. She goes to the bathroom. It's taking forever. And I'm like, why do you? Was there a line to Dave? And she he, she was like, no, I pooped. And I'm like, why are you pooping in a public <laughs> restaurant? Like, oh why are you holding it? It just always takes longer than you expect it to take. But, um, but yeah, I did have an accident and made him feel really bad about it. And so for the longest time, I just thought Cactus Jacks didn't have a bathroom for a long time. And I think I told Missy, I, like, oh, yeah, they don't have a bathroom. And she was like, they have a bathroom at Cactus Jacks. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my so, gosh. You know. Is that still a place? Like, I think they have. They don't have that. That uh, particular branch is not open, but I think they mm-hmm. might still have. And they have pretty good hamburgers. Yeah. Dummy. Thanks, Christy. Okay. Um, so what I noticed is that we didn't. We did a lot of things that were not very normal, only because we didn't live by family, so we didn't have the. Um, checks and balances, I guess, of, um, having people say, Hey, that's really weird. Um, because we just, we lived in Omaha and all my other family lived in Washington. Um, so a thing that my mom is a really good baker, she can make pies and cakes and all that kind of stuff, but she cannot cook a meal, um, to save her life. Uh, so a lot of times we just had appetizers for dinner I thought that was pretty oh, normal. It's like so mermaids. I love it. And tell the, yeah. mo- <laughs> and tell the movie mermaids. And, <laughs> and they made fun of it. My sister and I were like, wait, what? That's <laughs> that's like not normal. Um, yeah. Cause sometimes it would just be like, oh, I made dip and we'd have dip for dinner. I mean, that's my dream. I, I mean, I still do that sure. sometimes. Right. Um, and then, uh, birthday tradition that we had I had even forgot about this but I asked my sister weird things that we did um was to have a birthday cake and we would someone would pass it around and people would take bites out of it no fork or knife with their face what what yes what yes yes and you would pass it around and everyone would take a bite and at some point there would be the breaking point in which the cake got smashed in a face and then there would be a cake fight. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun, but what a mess. I know. It's a nightmare. So (laughs) I just like have more respect for cake. (laughs) Waste of cake. (laughs) I mean, it was usually a store bought, whatever, which makes it worse because you know how the frosting is like greasy and really hard to clean up. Yeah. Yeah. I think at some point we said we're doing birthday cake outside from now on. So it's a little bit easier. Wild Christian. (laughs) And we, we never had my, parents always took in what they called orphans so we never had like family family at any kind of any kind of like holiday it would all be their friends who didn't have family or a lot of gay people that were rejected from their families would come in we'd take them in so I'm just used to being around a lot of like you know almost strangers during holidays 
Yeah. So those. Are yeah, the we did ones. that too at my dad's house for sure. It was always like a weird melange of just strangers and, <laughs> yeah. or just you know some of their friends that I knew and and who had been like disowned from their families. Right. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Sad. Um, the thing that my dad told me that I believed is that you cannot have the heat on until October. <laughs> and you can only have it on until January. By and law. In Omaha, that really sucks because it is uh, snowing January. in October. Oh my God. January is way too early to turn the heat off. What? Yeah. And then you can only have the air conditioning on at the end of June through <laughs> September. When you go back to school, basically the school year is when right. you can have the air conditioning on. I think it was maybe a way to force us to be outside all the time. Yeah. Because it was too damn hot to be inside. <laughs> Put your coat on. Go outside. Yeah. Get out oh, yeah, of here. If you're keep, cold, keep... you need to move around. That's oh, we got that too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't laying around all day. clearly a way to keep the utility bills <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> that too. That too. And the only lie I could... I, my parents were so young when they had me that I think that they didn't do the traditional lies um that you told i mean except the big one that my dad was gay like he told me yeah. oh yeah i should <laughs> oh, yeah, put that, that in there <laughs> that's a pretty big one i think you one. weren't the only person being lied to <laughs> i know for one. sure well and now i'm i'm not sure meredith when did your dad come out how old were you um well he came out to me on accident when i was 13 but he came mm-hmm. out in general like when i was maybe five i think they didn't tell okay. me because i was too young to understand i see yeah I had a little bit different because my dad was 50, um, so I was like 30, Mm. and there was a lot of my friends, because I also have a lot of gay friends, would be like, that's your dad? And he's married (laughs) to your mom. Interesting. How about that? Like, we had a lot of that. Or he would uh, flirt a lot with um, male flight attendants. That's funny because my dad did absolute opposite and and he I think he played straight for so long that he doesn't have I mean and I, obviously I know every gay person doesn't act the same way but people would ne- they don't guess that he's gay like the, his, mm. their gaydar doesn't go off oh. um and I think it's because he spent so long pretending to be straight yeah um but he also would like comment on like we'd be wa- he liked watching James Bond movies and he'd be like whoa check out that cleavage and I was like well <laughs> Yeah. What? He's like, I can still appreciate good cleavage. God. <laughs> oh, man. I I get that. Yeah. I think I, as a straight woman, I can appreciate some good yeah. cleavage. Yeah. I understand oh, yeah. it now. Yeah. Absolutely. I was just mixed messages when you're little. Yes. Right. <laughs> you're like, Wait, I mean, you're not were, supposed to. <laughs> there were also a couple family vacations where my dad would... Uh, in Mexico specifically, disappear um, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh, boy. Oh. There's one time where he went to, quote unquote, find socks at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, come the up with a better lie. Come up to, uh, <laughs> right. I know. Come on, get creative here. <laughs> socks. <laughs> oh, man. Come but. on, kids. We're going to this family resort in Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> Fire, Fire Island. Island. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Family adventure. Yeah. I know. Now I'm trying to wonder about the things that I tell the kids that aren't real. I don't know. I'm sure that they're like just little simple things. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. do the dome light one for sure. Mm-hmm. Like definitely because I 
don't like it on. And, you know, and I do kind of pretend like my parents were maybe slightly stricter with me because I'm like, my parents would never let me do that. And like, yeah. kind of, that's not true. But also I want <laughs> to, you know, make know it. See, yeah, they don't need to know that. My favorite one is um, when the ice cream truck is playing the song, it means they're out of ice cream. Oh, that is a <laughs> good one. So cool. smart. I really like that. I one. would never believe that. <laughs> I would verify have. that. I I read this whole list of like funny lies that parents told, and one was if if a kid lies, their ears turn red. And so I just tried it out on Elliot. I think she was three, and it totally worked. She would like slowly put her hands up over her ears, <laughs> or she would say, "Look," and she would pull her hair back. Look, I'm not lying. <laughs> And then finally, I, the year that she was like, is the tooth fairy real? And like, I just told her, we'll never lie to you or whatever. And then I had to break down and tell her, I think she was like seven. Well, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, it worked. Bridget thought, she still thinks that the Easter bunny brings like the gifts. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I can go still with the like, whatever, the eggs thing, Mm -hmm. if you still want to believe it. But like. I did this. Like the Easter Bunny doesn't also I want give the credit. I know. <laughs> yeah, I I paid for this. I ordered online at Target and picked it up curbside. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> well, the the thing with Elliot was she lost a tooth and she said, "I want you to swear that you're not going to do anything, and I'm doing a test. I have a hypothesis." Like she was like super young, <laughs> like it. using these Sweet words. Baby. And I I need to do a test. And then she woke up, and the tooth was still there, and she just goes, that's what I thought. (laughs) I think I learned about the tooth fairy being not real when I lost a tooth, and I woke up in the morning, and I had $2 instead of $1, and I realized it's because my parents didn't communicate, and they both (laughs) gave me a dollar. (laughs) And did you keep that scam going? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm practical. I will pretend to believe in whatever you can <laughs> free stuff. It gets yeah. me like money or candy yep. or whatever. Yep. My brother ruined everything. I mean, he ruined Santa Claus very mm. early, like no. very, very early. So, dicks. Yep. Yeah, I really don't <laughs> have Bridget listen to this. I know, she's not listening no. to this. One. Okay. No, 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 no. I've already talked shit about her, so yeah. no. Um, okay, so the question of the week obviously is what did you think was normal while you were growing up? And then was proven not normal once you got there or lies or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. within the childhood, like one of my, I've talked about this. One of my favorite like genres or subgenres of things is like misheard song lyrics. Like they make me laugh. Love it. So hard. I don't know why it's like cake wrecks, like stupid cakes that have gone wrong. Like this is a, Mm -hmm. this is something that taps into a funny bone that I have. But anyway, but yes, things that you thought were wrong or were correct and were proven wrong. All that kind of nonsense. All right. Tishi recommends. Christy. That's me. My recommendation of this week is the show on Netflix called Cobra Kai. Have you guys watched this? No, but I want to. I know of it. I know what it is. If you liked Karate Kid, you will love this. Um, It kind of makes fun of itself. The one thing I don't like is that they use the word pussy a lot. A lot. But it's also... So... It, it's in the future, like it's the present, right? And Johnny, 
remember him from yes. Karate Kid, the bad William guy. Zabka. William Zabka. Yeah. <laughs> and then I are like at the ready. <laughs> and everyone knows a guy like Johnny who's yeah. stuck in the high school glory days. Yep. And he's always he like. peaked in 1980, whatever. Exactly. And he's always talking about like, yeah, I banged hot, hella hot chicks, you know. Mm. And I'm like, you're 60. Like, it's time to get. He has like his same car he had in Karate Kid. And he's just like living the hard life. And um it goes a lot about childhood trauma and bu- who's the bully now and um, social economic stuff. And I, I just really, I really like it. <laughs> so I recommend. Um, I, I said this and I need to verify it, but a little like trivia. William Zabka is an Oscar winner. Now I need to remember. He is. Yeah, like for like mm-hmm. a short documentary, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. God love him. The eighties bully. He had a, he had the trio. He had just one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, back to school mm-hmm. and Karate Kid. He really captured that blonde, like neo-Nazi high school mm-hmm. bully. Look. Yes. Um. Now Ralph Macchio looks like he hasn't aged, and it is a little uncanny valley. Like he has no wrinkles, and he's fifty nine. I was gonna say he's like weirdly <laughs> old. Like he was like old when he was in the Karate Kid. Not yeah. old, but he was not eighteen. So I don't know if that's uh some filler that happened or if he just naturally is always going to look like he's 20 years old but um yeah he's sort of got that rob Lowe thing yes (laughs) where they really stay youthful until then they don't then they don't yes yes yeah i uh, ralph don't don't go for the plastic surgery yeah no hold out don't yeah um i um I'm definitely going to watch it. Dave was like, ooh. And it was, it's like you, that show you, that was on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then they brought it, and it was like middling on Lifetime. I guess some people watched it, but it was didn't do well. And then they brought it to Netflix, and it was like exploded. That's the same with Cobra Kai. It was like a Netflix, YouTube. YouTube Red or something, yes. whatever that is. And I thought about it, because it came out like a year or two ago, and I thought about yeah. subscribing, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to do another you know, subscription. Yeah. So didn't do it. And my friend had said, Oh, it's really, really good. Um, and now it's on Netflix and I think it's exploding. I mean, anything that is of modern interest on Netflix, I think explodes because everybody's fucking home all the time. Yeah. So they're like, well, yeah. might as well watch yeah. this. Something to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the kids on it are, are great. And I'm wondering, there's some that aren't, aren't that good of actors. And I'm wondering if they picked them because they were good at karate and then were, oh. uh, beautiful looking mm-hmm. center stage. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna exactly. cast a ballet There's a little dancer. center stage going on on some of that. I really think that you you need to have two of three. You need to be attractive, you need to be a good actor, or you need to be good at karate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just a yes. general rule. Yeah. Yes, yes, just for life. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some that have all three, and there's some that barely have two. So um, just go and watching that, knowing that. I'm really, I'm sort of hesitant because I have a thing where. I'm like, why we got to go back to this I know, well? I know. I mean, yep. Can't we be finished with something and let it be finished? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know the economics of it. Oh, here's a popular thing for a group that is now heavily into their nostalgia period right. of life. Yeah. So let's bring it in. But I'm like, I don't need all these reunions and updates and stuff so that's the only thing that has kept me from checking it out so far i've heard that it, they do a good job of evolving the characters that's totally. the this is like the one that i've ever heard they're like oh no they actually did a good job because everything else it's like why did we not just leave well enough alone um, and they mm-hmm. and the characters like make fun of it like not themselves but the other outer characters are like 
What? We're still talking about your high school karate championship? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? God, you know, stupid, I mean, for many reasons, stupid Bill Cosby, but like they could have had a gold mine there. And re, you know, what are oh, those people sure. doing? And, you know. He Oops. ruined everything. Yeah, he ruined everything. I mean, they could all do it and just say he died a tragic murder <laughs> <laughs> or something. Auto-erotic Auto-erotic <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That was really dark. Um, okay. I could totally see a show, like, centered around Keisha Knight Pulliam oh, or something. Yes. You know, you know, I think I'm the Rudy. Like, that is always, like, that was my position. Well, you are the Rudy. <laughs> no. yeah. For sure. Oh, Tootie is in um, the second season of Cobra Kai. Oh, oh good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good. She looks good. Okay. She was on Real Housewives of Atlanta as well, so... You know, I'm glad she's making that coin. Um, Okay, the shameless Amazon plug of the week. Christy. That's me. Um, Because everything sucks and I'm stressed out all the time, I'm grinding my teeth even more. And I already have a night guard one for night, but I've had to get a day one. And so I recommend the Centennial Mouth Guard Thin Day Guard. Cool. That's. I'm thinking about you if you had like, little tooth nubs left in your mouth. Yeah. That's, I mean, like I was having headaches every day. My I teeth am. were like actually hurting. Yeah. Oh, um, no, that's not good. Yeah, so it looks like it's $118. You, they send you a kit that you uh, make a mold of your teeth. This is a lot cheaper. I mean, I think I paid 800 for my one from the dentist. Yeah, I was about to say, I have ago. one from the dentist like that. That was very, very expensive. Yeah, and these are thin. Like if you've had, if anyone's had Invisalign, it's like that. People say they can't notice, but I feel like I have a little bit of a lisp when I'm wearing it. Like, I won't record with it. And sometimes I would take it out for Zoom calls for work. But <laughs> other than that, I highly recommend. I haven't had a headache since. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Good. That's great. You want to do some housekeeping? Oh, okay. That's me. Um, buy stuff from us. Someone actually just bought an <gasps> It's Fine mug. <gasps> really? <laughs> Which, this is the perfect time for It's Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's not. Um, so, yeah, go buy some from stuff from us at theshowhaseverything.com and click the shop button. Um, please rate and review us on whatever podcatcher or thing that you do. And um, you can easily buy stuff on Amazon by putting a link on your phone home screen. Cool. Sorry. Uh, people came in and started talking to me. You're like, I'm... I need an on-air thing. Not the time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Get involved with the show. If you would like to participate, uh, thisshowhaseverything.com is our website. You can submit a comment of any kind at throwyourphone.com. I mean, if you have... Uh, a cheaper way for us to spam feedback forms than $49 for a million, then please let us know. Uh, Join our Facebook group. We have a nice time over there. Uh, Show Twitter is at tshishow.com, and you can email us anything longer at tshi at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. We really love to hear your voices. Or fax Bobby or butt. He's moved, but he's still got the same fax number. 617-354-8513. This was a fun show. Yes. I liked hearing about how your parents all lied to you. <laughs> or didn't, and, and we thought they weird. were. Now I feel bad. <laughs> and that you guys have been, been doing birthdays your mom. all wrong. Yeah. I'll have to apologize to her. I know, but now that I live by myself, Christy, 
how do I do my birthday cake smash? Do I just like... <laughs> well, you don't have to smash it. You just get to eat it without a fork by yourself. I was kind of looking forward to going through and like eating a ring around the cake and then smashing it into my face. <laughs> I well, I also think that. with with COVID, we don't eat the same piece anymore. Like I think that True. tradition yeah. died. <laughs> God, COVID ruined everything. <laughs> well, for today, I think... That was everything. It was. Mm-hmm. And then some. Tonight it's very clear as we're both lying here. There's so many things I want to say. Say things I might regret It breaks my heart to 
there was one that I thought of, and I Dave didn't believe me, but then he thought maybe it was true. My mom wouldn't let us take showers or baths when it was like storming outside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've had some friends whose parents wouldn't because they thought they were going to get electrocuted. Electrocuted. Or yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's, that's how that true. works. Yeah. Unless you're in an outdoor shower, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> With a big spike on the top and a metal roof. 